Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Stuck at home, bored and alone. You'd think I could have some fun on my own. But I'm With Cecily and Stephanie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. It's called Board AF. It's <laughs> one of the titles. Board AF. It's also called the Cecily and Stephanie Haha Hour. Do you want to hear something what? funny that I forgot to tell you? Yes, it's of course. It's <laughs> if it fits under our title, the Haha Hour. It obviously fits on the Okay, this is kind of sad but funny, but like don't cry for me, Argentina. Okay. Or anybody, but you're gonna want to. Okay, so I went to Kentucky last week. I'm not gonna go into all that, but I well, we can, whatever. My one of my closest friends, Greg Warren, was filming his comedy special and he flew out his closest friends, like all of his good, like his best for like five or six of his best friends. Mm-hmm. He flew us all out just so we could be there with him and little party with him and just be in the audience. I mean, Greg and I've been friends for over two decades. Like it was, I'd never been to Kentucky. It's if anybody's listening from Kentucky, I had no idea how beautiful it is. It's beautiful. I was in Lexington and it's like very liberal. Like it felt really, there were a lot of like black lives matter signs and, uh, and rainbow flags. And I was like, this is Kentucky. That's this shocking. Feels, isn't that awesome, though, to hear? I mean, maybe it's that city. It's kind of a college town. Mm-hmm. But I really was very like my heart was full, honestly, to see that. I Maybe it was just in the neighborhood we were in, but I just loved it. I loved it. Beautiful. Anyway, so we're walking back. I was walking back with my friend Mark through the airport coming back to L.A. And there, <laughs> there was one of those guys that was like, hey, hey, um, like, you know, they're selling stuff around the airport. And they were like. Uh, you can get a round trip, just sign up for a silver Delta rewards and you can, you know, get a credit card and you get a free, um, you know, one way ticket, like lots of that you get points. And I, I'm just going to be honest. Cause that's what this show is about. Like my credit's not great right now. Mm-hmm. Many reasons. So I go, yeah, I can't like, and I just told the guy, I was like, my credit's not good. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, nobody fails. Like everybody gets it. You sign up, you get it. I promise. And I was like, mm, my credit's really bad. I won't, it's going to decline, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. And my friend Mark's like, just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and he goes, all right. I go, fine. It went back and forth for a long time. I go, fine, fine. So I give him all my info, my social, all the things. And as he's kind of typing things in, Mark was like, you should listen to her podcast. <laughs> first of all, first of all, we were kind of fucking with each other because I was, he, 
the guy goes to Mark. He was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a TV writer. I, you know, he, and he was like, oh, and I go, yeah, he created the show Friends. Maybe you know it. He didn't. But we oh, were just no. fake, we were giving each other fake credit. Right, so right, I was like, right, perhaps right. you've heard of Seinfeld. This is Seinfeld, you know, shit like that. Uh-huh. And so um, Mark to me was like, yeah, she has she's Mark Marin. I don't know if you've heard of the podcast WTF. <laughs> and so it was obviously ridiculous. But then the guy goes, no, but really, like, what's your podcast? I was like, bored AF. Are you really going to listen? He's like, yeah, like bored as fuck, bored AF. I was like, yep, that's what it is. You should listen. He's like, I. So then, so then he runs the thing, he hits send, it immediately declines. Like, I've never even seen a decline that fast. Oh no! And I'm so embarrassed. And I'm, I'm embarrassed in front of this guy, but I'm also, you know, I'm embarrassed in front of my friend. I'm upset. I'm like, oh no. And he's like, and then he couldn't make eye contact with me. He was, he was embarrassed. The guy was embarrassed for me. You know, like everybody felt bad. It was one of, it was exactly what I said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of it was that he said he was going to listen to Board AF, but now I feel like he won't because he's like, well, she's not successful. <laughs> That's not a thing. Board AF is just something they like record and put up. Well, you're like, well, now my credit is going to be really it's, good. Like as soon as, but well, you need to start listening. It goes, it goes down when they check it too. I was really upset about, I was mad at myself for not listening to myself going like, it, it's a bad thing on your credit. If you get declined for a card, that's a point against you. It is. But yes. And I knew that. And I was like, well, but he was like, seriously, nobody gets declined. I'm telling you, we have five-year-olds up in here that get credit cards. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I wonder why then. My card is bad. It's not good. I mean, I can't go into all that, but it just, I'm building it back up. But it was just, the question is, why would he say that? Because he knows people get declined. My credit's not, it's not that bad. But it was, I knew, I knew better. But I, the, the whole point was boarding up. And it was kind of funny that my friend and I were trying to say, to you know, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he created, um, uh, everyone loves Raymond. He's the creator. And also he's Raymond. <laughs> So my, my friend and I, the, and this is, this is off topic, but before I forget, my mm-hmm. friend and I used to do a thing. I mean, oh, it was Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Bonnie and I years ago would, would, whenever we like, I don't know, traveled or were somewhere where it was not a lot of show business people, we would mm-hmm. tell people, we would tell people we were screenwriters and we told people we wrote the movie Misery, <laughs> not Misery. No, um, no, not Misery. Dolores Claiborne. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah, it's even better because it's hard. Like, it's not, you're not going to know right away either. And people that, you know, it's such a, you know, we were like, yeah, it's based on a Stephen King novel, but like we did the adapted. Then we tried to tell people we won an award for best adapted screenplay based on it. And it was just, we just thought it was so funny because it was such a subtle movie. There was a guy one time when I first, I was in my 20, I don't know, I was young and I was at, remember the place that I always loved, I still love to go, the well, that little dive yes, bar. Yes. Um, there was some dude there that was like, he said he, he, he said he wrote, he gave me his name and then said he wrote a walk, a walk in the clouds with Keanu Reeves. Uh-huh. And then he gave me his real name though, or like a card or something. And then I, I looked at, so it couldn't have been that long ago cause there's still IMDB. So this was maybe whatever, however long ago. And he didn't like he did not write that <laughs> at all. And he was so slimy. He was like really slimy. He was really was trying to hit on people. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm a screenwriter. I wrote, you know, like he was awful. And he was just lying. 
Oh my God. I got to respect the hustle. I guess, but he was so great. I mean, that's all he had going. I don't remember much, but I knew enough to be annoyed. Even if he had written it, even if I had confirmed that and he'd used the right name or whatever, I still wouldn't have wanted to go out with him. He was disgusting just as a person, not physically, but he was just like so slimy and like, oh my God, but he wasn't, that wasn't even true. But the funny thing too, is that we give people like, or we did or whatever, so much props for having written what is probably a shitty movie. Cause probably in our mind, it's like, but it's so hard to get something made. Mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> to, I know. To sell a screenplay that it seems more impressive than it is. But when you actually think about it and go, but that wasn't even a good movie. <laughs> You know? I know, but then I never blame the writer because there's so many suits. There's so many, you know, what do you call it? Cooks in the kitchen. All the suits come out and are like, you should change this line to like, maybe do a Jim Carrey impression here. And I can see the writer going, oh God, please don't put my name on that. Please, no, no, no. And there's nothing you can do about it. How about an all righty then here? But, no, no, that, no. but that's giving, I think, people too much credit because then mm. that's really saying that most movies are great. It's just the executives that mess them up. There it are kinda, probably some shitty movies that yeah. somebody just that people read and go, that seems like it'll make money. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, the shitty movies, where does it begin? I know. Like, is it the writer? Is it beyond that? But just sometimes I, I we both know writers where I've read the script and then seen the movie and I'm like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. So sorry oh, for yeah. what they did to you, you know? Yeah. It well, happens. Well, um, I used to know these two guys that wrote the screenplay for one of the Fairley Brothers movies. And I want to say it was, was it the Irene one or was it the say, say, oh, I know what it was. It was say it, say it isn't so. I don't even Saving remember so. that one. There's so many bad ones that it's it makes me kind of It's basically the the premise is that they marry that the, he falls in love with the and it turns out to be somebody's the sister. Oh God, yeah. Related. I, 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 ugh, I hate those movies. I hate the fairly. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like Dumb and Dumber either. I'm a jerk. I don't like it. I love Dumb and Dumber, but that's I, a, I know, but I'm that wasn't out. even. But that was a totally different. Um, like it was written by some and it wasn't written by the Fairley brothers. Interesting. I yeah. didn't know that. It's okay, actually got a up. lot of funny jokes in it. But anyway. I have to watch it again, to be fair. Yeah, I but I don't like any other movies by them. But the point is that these two guys wrote worse. They wrote the screenplay for it, the original screenplay. And mm-hmm. it was during a time that Bonnie and I were writing movies together, writing mm-hmm. screenplays. So mm-hmm. we were getting our hands on scripts to like, you know, to. <laughs> Sorry to see what was out there and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we got a hold of the original script, the first draft by these guys, and it was really funny. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see the Fairly Brothers rewrite of the movie, which was just like, how many? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It We were like, you're ruining your own movie. Obviously, they think they know like what sells, but yeah. I couldn't believe I was feeling so bad. The writers were um, Peter Gulke. I'm looking it up right now, actually. And somebody else were the... Peter, uh, Jerry Swallow and yeah. Peter Galky. Okay. Yes. Let's see what so, else they wrote. Yeah, I don't know what else they wrote, but they're, but the it was just crazy because we were like, this is such a funny screenplay, the way they mm-hmm. wrote it. So, mm-hmm. the, so their draft was like, let's say around 120 pages. And then, the, then we... I don't know. Bonnie was friends with the agent, somebody's agent. So we got to see all the 
in car. Anyway, the Farrelly brothers rewrote it and the mm. script was like 178 pages. What? And it was a f- chock full. It was like pubic hair in a, yeah, in, always. A, in a KFC bucket, like full yeah. of pubic hair. And it was like, yeah. oh my God, just any joke that was just scatological about shit, about, you know, yeah. pee, pubic hair, sex. And it was so disgusting. And I felt so bad for these two writers. I mean, I, I like, guess they got paid, but that's so embarrassing. You like, do you, can you Alan Smithy that? Can you do that as a writer and be like, just take my name? I can't. Right. Just take it off. Tell people what that means. Oh, Alan Smithy was, it's like a director thing where if you hate the movie so much, I think it's just directors, but I, why not for writers too? If you hate the movie that you directed so much, you just use the name Alan Smithy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your way of, like, <laughs> that's the way of saying, like, don't put my name on it. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was the name that always got used. And then strangely enough, they made a movie, what is it, 15 years ago called Burn, Hollywood Burn. And it was supposed to be, it was called an Alan Smithy film. And then the the director, it was supposed to be a joke about that. Mm -hmm. But that movie was so bad that the real director, Alan Smithy, the Alan Smithy movie. Oh my God. Isn't that amazing? A little inside inside baseball. That's hilarious. (laughs) It was terrible. I mean, there's very few movies that I which I have a couple to talk about today, but there's very few movies that are so bad that I, I am positive I'm not alone. Like watching it, you're like looking around at the other critics or the other people. Well, you were going to tell us about Blonde, oh, which a lot of people two. have said is terrible. And uh, and I, yeah, is it really as bad as everybody's saying? It's worse than everyone's saying. So I watched it at home, you know, at home, whatever. Um, oh my God. So it's, it's this Marilyn Monroe I guess you don't want to, I don't want to say biopic, but yeah, it is. It's a biopic, but they were like, no, 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 it's not a biopic. It's more like a art piece, you know, like it's, but it's not because it's like a, first of all, it's like a student film. I have, I don't even know how to explain what I saw from the opening shot of just her. It's it's Norma Jean as a little girl. And it's like, mama, why aren't you taking me to school today? And she's like, cause we're going to go to the zoo. Norma Jean, cause the mom's so crazy. Uh-huh. And there was, a, I feel like there was a Mr. Show episode where they made fun of like a biopic about Marilyn Monroe. They like did this already 30 years ago. But it was a joke. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh, my God. I mean, and also it's just so graphic sexually. And it's just it's re- I don't even know how I like I don't even know how to make this funny because it's just and it's two and a half hours of <sighs> awfulness. And then cut to. So I saw that the week a couple weeks ago and I reviewed it and I was like, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I'm so sorry to tell you guys it's Oscar season. This is terrible. And then the next week I had gone to see Amsterdam, which is the David O. Russell movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan, even though he's a nightmare of a person. I like his movies usually. Why is he a and, nightmare of a person? Oh, he's the one that on I Heart Huckabee's, the famous footage of YouTube of him screaming at Lily Tomlin from like, remember the whole, that's him. He screams at everyone. He throws shit at the wall. Dustin Hoffman has to like duck. Mm-hmm. This was on a, a terror. I Heart Huckabee's was bad, but um, oh my God, like he's. He's ter- He's known for it. And now it's come out. He also did American Hustle, which I actually kind of liked. And I think Christian Bale was just talking about how he had to protect protect Amy Adams, ironically, from the wrath of David O. Russell when Christian Bale's known to have these, like, fucking explosive – well, just right. the one. Just the one. And sometimes crew can get in the way of a shot, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I did actually kind of take his side. I thought he was really mean, but he was trying to get in character. And, like, the crew – you know, they weren't being quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes I take the wrong side 
Sometimes I do. But anyway, so then I saw Amsterdam and I had to go back on the radio and be like, you know how last week I said it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen? Uh-huh. And then I was like, I was like, Amsterdam came in that came up in there and they're like, hold my beer. And I was like, listen, I know people don't say hold my beer anymore and that's not that cool. But like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say, because in that one, just to just to. All right. So what's up. Amsterdam about? OK. Well, that's a really good question. It's like a murder mystery, and it's a period piece, which we already don't like. Who's in it? Whatever. Okay, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, um, uh, Chris Rock, like great cast. Uh Uh, John David Washington, Denzel's, I think that's Denzel's son. He's he's actually pretty good. He's the only one. It's so bad. Like my friend Chip and I saw it together, and we were laughing. Like I don't even usually notice things like this, but like Chris Rock isn't even looking in the right direction. He looks in, into the camera half the time. You're uh-uh. not supposed to do that. It's not like a confessional. He's looking in the wrong camera. <laughs> you're like There's you're people. you're not supposed to do that. Just in case this isn't a film writing, a film directing podcast per se, but you're just don't do that if you're well, making. There's a thing I learned recently about. Well, not you know. Because I said to Chip, who is a screenwriting teacher and a writer, I was like, why are they looking in the wrong, like, not only is Chris looking in the wrong camera in the wrong direction, but why are they all, why does it all feel off? And he was explaining to me about, like, sight lines. Mm-hmm. And there's certain so you break things the, that, Yeah, you break the... Yes, yes, yes. There's, like, a something rule of angle. three. Yes. Exactly. There's an angle. And some directors, I find it fascinating, do it on purpose. Like, um, Kubrick would do it on purpose because the idea in a horror film is to make you uncomfortable. You're like, this feels weird. Why? I don't know. Okay, they're doing this weird thing. But you're not going to do it in a movie like this. And it was obviously not on – the DP was bad. The acting was ridiculously bad. It was – I couldn't even tell you what it was about. I think I, I didn't make it to the end. I we saw that at the theater. Chip always likes to stay. And I'm like, if we're at a mall, I'll go – I made it two hours. And then I saw that there was a half hour left. I'm like, I got to go return some pants to Nordstrom. You can tell me how it ends. And that's what I did. I left. I cut my losses. I have to see like three movies a week. I told I you this story many, 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 many years ago because I could Google it, but I'd have mm-hmm. then I'd have to kill myself. Don't I watched that. the movie The Sheltering Sky I'd have to kill with Deborah Winger. <laughs> yes. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Right. Uh, and, you know, I was watching the movie and I was so I already have some ADD. Mm-hmm. It was Me just too. getting I was like, I can't. This is so boring. I mean, this is the most boring. I can't. I'm like, I felt like I was in school, like sitting in a biology class. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what? There's it's so slow moving and like scene after scene of just scenery. And, you know, mm-hmm. I always say, like, I just don't I don't want to go to a movie that wins for best cinematography. Yes, I don't. that is your thing. Yes, I don't want to see. Cla- I don't want long, long shots of clouds. Like, I just I can't. But, <laughs> I kind of like it sometimes. You, I liked Nomadland a lot. I, I knew that was going to come up. In this. I know. So I'm 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 burning, like wanting to leave the sheltering sky. But mm-hmm. um, at some point, I finally was like, you know what? I got it. I got it. I got to bail. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. can't, I know I've, I know I'm missing half the movie, but I just, I have to go. So I walk out, leave my <laughs> friend in there. I check the time. I've already been in there like two hours and 15 minutes. Like the movie was like a two hours and 45 minutes. I'd already, I, I mean, it was, I guess towards the end, I was so mad at myself because it never, yes. obviously it never got better. 
if you're going to cut your losses, like you, you can do it at like an hour 45, there's two and a half hours. Like you can, but I didn't know that was one of those things where I had no idea how long it was. I didn't know how long I'd been in there. I probably wasn't wearing a watch. Mm -hmm. So, but I was so mad at myself. I was like, Oh my God, I should have left an hour ago. Yep. Yeah. Cause you can't get that time back. No, I'll never get it back. I'm so mad now. I want that time back. Well, what can we do? How can we do that? (laughs) Do you have a time? Can I play you this Lily versus David O. Russell fight? Would you like to hear it? Now, I don't have it queued up. up. I don't have it queued. I mean, I have it queued up. Like, I don't know what this is. You know what I mean? Right. Here we go. It's harder. It's harder. It's Lily talking. She's mad. Okay, we're okay so far. being great. Just, you know, it's impossible. One actor's doing one thing, another actor's doing another, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as brilliant as you. I can't uh, mm. keep up with you. Oh, we're being very we're being very efficient. Let's be so you You're being impatient. I couldn't understand you. So it's not the first time. Ooh. Okay, and then it just says, the effect of Huckabees on the human brain. Oh, and now, here. here we are. I was trying to fucking help you. Do you understand me? No, no, you're not. I'm being a fucking collaborator. I was trying to help you figure out your fucking picture. Hey, bitch, I'm not here to be fucking yelled at. Oh, my God. For three fucking years, I've got some fucking cut yelling <gasps> in front of the fucking crew where I'm trying to fucking help you, bitch. Figure it out yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck yourself. <sighs> Why don't you... And then he threw something at her. She had to. She had to duck. And did you hear that? She said, "You better get insurance against the director." And by the way, Dustin Hoffman, while this was happening, yes, Lily was being difficult, but he called her a cunt, threw shit at her. All that happened, and Dustin left the room. Not only did not protect her at all. I'm not saying Lily was great. I'm sure she was difficult on set, but like he could have. Someone should have stepped in. No one did, and Dustin just left. Oh, my God. That makes me so mad. I mean, we've heard other bad stories about Dustin Hoffman. Well, not like that, though. Not like, I mean, he's not been abusive. The the story that was bad that came out a while back was that he was hitting on women. He was being a little slimy, and there was one woman, I guess, that was 18 or 17 or something like that. That was the story about him, right? Oh, I thought it was just about him being, like, not nice. I never heard. I mean, I think he's sleazy. I think he was a little one of those sleazy Hollywood, you know, like likes a young lady. But mm-hmm. I don't I'd not heard. I mean, he's not. a. I don't I could be wrong about that. I don't think he's like not what we just heard. I hadn't heard that in a long time. And that makes me like that makes me feel better about saying what a piece of shit Amsterdam is. And it's also that movie. And also, fuck him. And why is he still working? I was just well, what I was going to say is how is it possible that, yeah, that, 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 that we don't even, that this isn't the first thing we think of that I had to go, Oh, what's the story with him? Yeah. And then, yeah. And if a woman, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to play that thing, but like if a I woman did that, oh. oh my God, could you imagine? Right. 
Like I I'm mean, trying Deborah to think Wingard of, ba- barely like never worked again, and she didn't call start calling people cunts and screaming. Yeah, at everybody. she did actually. She did scream really. She was terrible. She threw she shit. She did. She was terrible, but probably equally terrible. And then she didn't. Yeah, she just had to disappear for like 15 years. I do love the story. Not to get now, I'm being all Hollywood, but I do love the story about her. When she, did I tell this? When she and Shirley MacLaine did Terms of Endearment, Mm-mm. and they were both up for Oscar. And Deborah, everyone knew Deborah was really kind of a nightmare on the set. And Shirley is not the easiest either, but not in the way that Deborah was apparently. And so Shirley ended up winning the Oscar, and Deborah didn't, right? Mm-hmm. And when I, I think I have told this, but when Shirley got up on stage, she just held up her Oscar and she goes, "I deserve this." <laughs> I think she's the queen. I think Shirley MacLaine is like, I, I would love to come back as a version of like her mixed with Diane Keaton. That's mm-hmm. who I want to be. Cause she's just a badass. I know she's a little nutty, whatever, but I love it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, there are, there are bad people. There are people that act terribly, but why did that guy get to, and he was like, you fucking bitch, you cunt. I mean, like really fuck you. Do you think Lily Tomlin took like a good look at herself though and her behavior? <laughs> yes. I think she totally changed and became just like a really gentle, kind lady. She was being mean to him, but we don't know what happened right before that too. It sounds like he probably was yelling at people all day. Oh, and, yeah. oh well, that's oh. the thing. You have to you you if you if you do stand up for yourself, like maybe right. she was just like, Oh my god, enough. This is crazy. This this, yeah, you're awful. This is you're making this Oh, don't forget, years before this, he did a movie, a very good movie called now I sound like Trump, a very beautiful movie. Uh-huh. One of the most beautiful movies. Three uh, I did a good movie, Three Kings. Clooney punched him out because Remember this? David O. Russell was yelling at the extras, like yelling like that. What we just heard, but it wasn't on tape. He was yelling at everybody, but yelled at an extra. And Clooney stood up and was like, that's enough. And he yelled at the crew and he punched him. (sighs) He punched him. And like everyone loved it and no one ever talked about it really. I mean, people knew about it, but like I guess David O. Russell respected that coming from Clooney. You know, it had to be done. I actually (laughs) love that Clooney did it. Do you, and, uh, do you really think it. David Russell was like, I guess it had to be done. I was out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to step in and like, correct me. Yeah. Well, why, probably why, not. Could, why could Clooney punch him? But, like but, but Lily, I know, but why could Clooney punch him? But Lily, Lily Tomlin couldn't even just stand up for the actors and how, like how it was like too much. What was going on? You, I agree. I absolutely agree. I, don't I know, know I'm why. not I'm talking to the general public. I'm talking to so the people out there who assholes. are like not agreeing <laughs> with us right now. Like who, how dare you? Yeah. I, I mean, a million percent agree, but the real, the bigger question is like, you know, why, why is he working? Why does he work? I know he's a good, he's a good director. He's not a great writer. Um, you know, sometimes well, like it's like, obviously Charlie he's Kaufman. not that great because you're saying this movie is terrible. Well, this movie's terrible. Because uh, he, I think he also wrote it. So when he, it's like a Kauf, Charlie Kaufman movie. If Charlie Kaufman just directs it, it usually has a chance. But if he writes and directs it, uh oh. If he does, but no, I'm sorry. If he just writes it, it's good. If he directs it as well, it's bad. That's Kaufman is a good writer. Like Eternal Sunshine, which I loved. He wrote it but didn't direct it. Um, but anyway, my point is like, yeah, I think you get. Now I'm riled up. I'm pissed. Fuck that guy. Fuck Mel Gibson. What else Fuck is all he? Of them. Yeah. Wh- why? I don't know. I just I'm so, I feel don't you feel tired? I feel tired of like like as though we're I feel tired of carrying these men on my back. 
Which is, it's basically what, what we have to do just to have draw our big, what if we were like suddenly <laughs> we, it's really hard for me and Cecily to have very big, important Hollywood screenwriting jobs. Mm-hmm. Now, when I wrote Dolores Claiborne, let me just take you back like a few years. Mm-hmm. It was hard because it was, was hard. It, yeah. yeah. It's just it worked. as a woman mm-hmm. working, <laughs> working in this business. You had to use the pen name Stephen King, which I feel like is hard enough because people are like, is that your name? Are you Stephen King? Right. And then I'm like, why do I have to even use the name Stephen King to to get my work seen? You know, it's obviously my work speaks for itself. That's right. Girl, you know, (laughs) to say something nice, by the way, Stephen King is a really nice guy. And so is Steven Spielberg. So at least we have that. Yeah. No, Stephen King is an interesting guy. He he wrote a book called On Writing, which mm-hmm. is a really great book about writing. He's a he's a really interesting guy. Yeah, and I love how he does not give a shit about like he goes in on Trump all day on Twitter. Yeah. I like that. You know, what, Go ups, ahead. You know what upsets me is the the way how do I put this? It's not really the political climate, but it's it bothers me that people that are politically minded and that you just maybe wouldn't expect it from get so much shit for having an opinion. Yeah. For instance, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. Michael McDonald, and this mm. may this may turn you around on him. Okay. Michael McDonald is all like put post stuff that's political and and was very vocal about Trump. And oh, my God, were people like, shut up and and just sing. Shut why, up and sing. Yeah. Why yeah. do you have to have an opinion about this? Shut up. You don't know anything about it. You're just a dumb singer. You know, I used to like your music, but now I'm not going to buy anything from you anymore. And it's like, well, do, he, he was in the Doobie Brothers. Like, I don't think he's working on current record sales. Yeah, he doesn't so give I don't a think shit. you're going to hurt thing. him by like right. going, I'm not buying your new blues record. Good Neither is anybody dude. else. What's he like? I keep forgetting. I don't like Trump no more. <laughs> Was that the song? I mean, I could see now that's a fine line because it's like not a great song. Not I'm not saying just the Trump version of it. Like I could see it's oh, like the Elton Trump John. version of it. You're like, it, no, I like the regular version. Don't worry. I'm not hating on you for liking the but the Trump, the Trump version that doesn't exist that we just made up right here. You're like, no, I know that's <laughs> not a good song. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I will give you this. I'm going to give you something. I thought okay. about you last night because I went. By the my way, we're to, not running out of time, so don't wrap. It I wasn't up. even going to say it. I wasn't wrapping up. I have a lot to talk about. Okay, today. good. Um, I mean, not a lot. Like ten more <laughs> minutes. 
what the fuck was it? Oh, yeah. So last night a friend brought me to, you know, I'm cool. We're not, I don't want to say cooler. That's not the right word. What's the word to say, like, I'm hipper than you? Yeah, cool, cooler. Cooler, yeah. I'm, I'm hipper. I am a little hipper, hippier. I went to see. You're more uh, on fleek than I am. I am pretty on fleek. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty dope. Um, yeah. I don't want to, I don't mean to diss you in any way. What if we just used all the, I bet I am on fleek. Okay. Um, anyway, my friend took me to see the yeah, yeah, yeah's last night. I'm a fan, you know, and mm-hmm. I thought of you though, because I was like, I loved it. I had a really good time, but I, w- I didn't feel quite at home, like with the crowd. And I did, I do know your point where it, it there is something gentle about like the Kenny Loggins show. It was older. It felt like camp. I felt safe. I did mm-hmm. not feel safe at the, yeah. I mean, not that anyone was going to stab me or anything. It just, just felt like nobody cares about me here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if there was some kind of zombie apocalypse that happened at the bowl, I'd die immediately. Like they would just, everyone was turning on each other just to leave the place, you know, and being really dicky. Whereas like, you know, Kenny Loggins, everybody's just got their stroll, their stroll, their walkers, <laughs> <laughs> but it does feel better. I know what you, I like there is, I do like that sort of campfire, I get I get the vibe. I just don't like the music as much. I like indie rock. I just don't fit in with the you know what I'm saying. I do understand what you're saying. There is definitely something about seeing a band like Loverboy mm-hmm. that's so specific for a certain year of everybody's high school experience. Exactly. We're, we're the same just age. All, yeah. when, when he sings, the kid is hot tonight. <laughs> yes. We're just all like fucking high school. Yeah. Sophomore yeah. fucking year. Like, you know, and then you just look around at people and like raise your glass of, you yes. know, for me water. Cause I'm sober, but for them still beer. For me, you know? for me. Yeah. Or for me, just like absinthe, whatever the strong, <laughs> like what's the highest content of alcohol we can put in one little thing okay uh, but yeah. yeah some you're just like yes hundred poof schnapps yes. <laughs> yes but yes and I yeah I felt that way about Duran Duran although it was a, kind of a mix because Duran Duran has kind of kept it hip so they put out a lot of new albums and right. there's a lot but, of young fans but young fans but you with the other fans that were the OG fans you yeah. guys have a certain you can look at each other and you're like yeah I see yeah. you we you know Duran yes. yeah for yes. sure we we're exactly the same age everyone was exactly and we all there were the Simon lovers the jo- you can tell specifically who loves each met you know are you a Roger girl you're cool if you're Simon you're like me a little bit maybe like a theater nerd <laughs> if you're John Taylor like you had sex with one of the band members yes yes like I get it not your John Taylor you know what I'm saying my um, husband but yeah I mean him too <laughs> If and you, also, if you love your husband, if yeah. If you're at a concert, too, that's for sort of, um, you know, that's nostalgic, you notice, like, a different in what difference in what they serve for food. It's like, are they going to have Sanka at the Michael McDonald <laughs> concert? <laughs> I get that, though. I'm with you. I do. I really do. I, I, I came around, like, I still want to hear the music, and I felt, you know, felt good about it. Like my friend took an, he's like, he had edibles. He's like, do you want an edible? And I was like, absolutely not. I can barely like, I can honestly barely be here. Right. I absolutely, like I would lose my, not in a good way, lose my, you know, this right. is like, I don't want to call the police on myself like last time. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's rolling on E at Kenny Loggins. That's just not well, happening. I mean, unless E is the name of like a heart, like a heart murmur <laughs> medication, then sure. I'm telling you, there were, there were seriously walkers, canes, everyone had canes. I didn't mm-hmm. mind it though. I felt cool. I like, I felt like I was at Jew camp. 
And I can say Jew camp, you guys, because I am Jewish and Stephanie is half, right? Yes. Are you full? I'm, no, you I'm full Jew. Um, I'm very, I'm just, Father <laughs> Stanley Myron Handelman. Yes. <laughs> what if you took that as a compliment? You're like, oh, thank you for saying I'm half and not full. Thank you. We can say this to each other. It's we can self-hate, right? It's not self-hating. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm of, proud too. I'm proud wow. of my Judaism. You know, mm-hmm. not, you know, like in an Andy Kindler way. Girl. Like, look, I, I'm willing to call out people, you know, not all Jews are amazing is what I'm saying. And when they're being bad, sure. we'll call them out, but not for being Jewish. Or will Kanye for being Jewish specifically, oh, which we won't go into. I don't want to go into that, but I will say I out Jewed you because I stayed home and watched the Kol Nidre Yom Kippur service on Zoom mm-hmm. the other night. But in in being very Larry David Jew, which I am, uh-huh. like I didn't. You're supposed to get to the you know the part that it's called the Kaddish where they do like a prayer for the dead and they name you know it's lovely, it's beautiful, and it always makes me cry. But it was going on so long that I was like, all right, I gotta watch The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta watch Bachelor in Paris. I was like, ugh, okay, I guess I'll just do my own dead prayer. <laughs> But I like didn't even fit. I didn't even see it out. So I'm I'm like most Jews, I guess, you know, and I didn't fast. Don't be absurd. My thing on fasting is like, would our ancestors want us to fast? I no. don't think so. But also, do you, you know, when you fast as as a Jew, speaking as a half Jew, um, <laughs> <laughs> when you fast, you also are not allowed to drink water, which I yeah. don't understand. How is that? That's not good. You're just going to be in a terrible mood and get dehydrated. I feel that way about Passover too, where it's like, you can't have bread. It's like, so you're not supposed to have leavened bread. So you have to eat this like gross matzah. Okay. Yeah. And then, but it's like, but they didn't have leavened bread. So they, I think the thing should be that we have more bread on Passover because they couldn't, they'd be like, eat the bread. Right. We couldn't do it. Eat the And last thing I want to say about being Jewish, this sounds like a bit, but I've thought about this a lot. All of our holidays, all of them, every single one is about us running from someone. And I'm a little sick of it. I was trying to explain this to Dave. I'm like, we don't have one holiday where we're celebrating somebody's birthday, like Christmas. Yeah. All of it's like we on Hanukkah, we're hiding like from no, the Maccabees. No rabbi, like, you know, yeah. spe- there's no like Martin Luther King for us. There's no Thank s- you. famous Jewish person who did a lot for the community. Exactly. Let's make one and put the song about it in a major key because ha- even the Hanukkah songs in a minor key, we were hiding from the Maccabees. Passover, the Egyptians were like fucking with us. Yom Kippur is obviously about like, we're sorry. We're so sorry. And I'm not, and I get it. Like I get all of it, but th- even Purim, there's like the king of e- like, that's supposed to be kind of our Easter, you know? Right. And right. there's like a, per- you know, there's a little uh, tents and shit and right. face painting, but not really because it's like something we survived. It's always something we ran from. Right. What about Tubish Vat? I think that's like a tree thing. Is that the one that's about the trees? That may be. Maybe that's the that's one. Like I don't know. Our, and, and why are so many Jewish holidays like kind of slight ripoffs of Christian holidays? They all totally are. Yeah. So like isn't Tubish Vat like our version of Arbor Day? Like we oh, didn't yeah. want the kids to miss out on Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't ours first, though? It had to have been first. Isn't ours like 5,000 years old? Well, maybe all fair. the Christian holidays are ripoffs of ours then. No, because Hanukkah was – we didn't even do a Hanukkah thing until like Jews started in the 50s, I think. We had Hanukkah, but we didn't have the presents thing until it started becoming such a marketing thing for Christmas. And they were mm-hmm. like, well, what about the Jews? Okay, we get eight. We get eight. And, and, it's, and it's like, why do we get eight? Oh, because we hid underground and we had like this oil. We didn't have enough oil for our lamps. 
and we lit the thing and it was supposed to just last one day, but it lasted eight days. So eight days, but again, hiding underground. Yeah, I completely, I agree with you. I don't, I, this is why I don't celebrate any of the holidays. (laughs) I guess there's not a lot to celebrate. No. I mean, okay. All right. Uh, I had a Reddit fight. Do we want to talk? Do we have time for that? Yes, we do. Or should we save that for Patreon? Mm. Um, well, hmm. we could either we could talk about bros really quick then. Okay, and let's then, talk about bros and then we're going to save this Reddit fight for the ages. Okay. For Patreon. Okay. Okay, so who here who saw bros? <laughs> who here raised your hand if you went to see the rom the Billy Eichner rom-com Bros? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen theater. it. Okay, I did and I was very I was excited for the same reason that a lot of us were excited that it was like well, my joke was that they kept saying, they kept marketing as like, this is the first LGBT comedy made by a major studio. And my joke was like, meanwhile, uh, the Brokeback Mountain guys were like, ours was a comedy. It wasn't. It was not a comedy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Je- Kissing Jessica Stein was an LBGT comedy, sort of. That was a it, major studio. It absolutely was. I loved it. I remember loving that movie. It was a great I- movie. So, okay, I'm not going to go in too much on the movie. I had a lot of friends that saw it that loved it and a lot of friends that hated it. I was, I thought it was cute. I laughed quite a few times. I was happy that it was made, but but I didn't. Can I just ask you one thing about kissing Jessica Stein? Sure. Okay. It was, it was LGBT. Yes. But in the end, she's straight. Yeah. So it kind of wasn't. So in the end. She's more the cute. She's the cute. She's like. Questioning. Questioning. Yeah. I yeah, I don't really when you think about that, I don't really like it because it's like, oh, yeah, she was just experimenting. She wasn't really gay. But that's OK. That's OK, too. Like I thought and because it's OK, the, but it doesn't mean it's not a movie about an actual gay person. Well, I guess that's what the bros people were saying. You know, they're like, this is the first time that it's yes. two leads. OK. And I was so very I kind of, happy. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem, as many of you may mm. have heard. So a lot of people didn't go because there really isn't a huge, it did like maybe even less than half of what they were hoping for universal. It just didn't do big numbers. But again, this is ho- like Halloween season where there's a lot of horror films. First of all, not rom-coms. October mm-hmm. is not a time mm-hmm. for rom-coms and, uh, Billy Eichner, love him or hate him. And I, I like, I've liked a lot of, you know, he's funny, but he's not the most lovable. Like, I don't know that he's a lead. I don't know that he's like the guy you rush out to see a rom-com, nor was nor was Billy Crystal either. And we can talk about that. Um, but that's how good that movie was. Like you needed a Nora Ephron movie. You, that's how good When Harry Met Sally was that despite Billy Crystal being annoying as fuck. Uh, yeah, and it not still cute. And awful. I don't think he was the first person. I don't know that he was supposed to play that role, but it still worked. That's how good the script was. Mm-hmm. Bros made me. Okay. All right. So it didn't do well. And Billy Eichner had a Twitter and Instagram meltdown and yelled at everyone and basically was like, okay, well you, the straight people ruined it for all of us. Thanks a lot. Like yelled at everybody who did not see it. That was straight. Meanwhile, on Twitter, a lot of like gay guys, even people that I know went on and they're like, well, I didn't see it and I'm not straight. And you're mm-hmm. annoying, <laughs> but he, you can't. And I, I mean, he's what, mainly known for Billy on the street, which he which has is funny. a very, yeah, it's super funny. I love it, but you know, it's not for everybody. It's, and it's harsh. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's tough to watch it for two hours. 
as the lead. And my joke was sort of like, you can't berate people into seeing your, that's not going to make them go, you're right, I'll go. Now people are actively not going to go. That's not going to help the studio. It would be like if I go on it, let's say I go on a hinge date, right? Mm-hmm. And I, the guy doesn't like me. I'm not going to get him to like me by driving by his house and throwing a shoe at his window every day and going, fucking like me. It's not well, going to happen. I mean, it's worth well, a try. I have tried. <laughs> I have tried. Um, well, also, here's the problem. You also mm-hmm. poison the, the a lot of movies start doing well on video or streaming. That's right. Once they're out. So then you already put a bad taste in people's mouths that were like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie as soon as it's streaming. Especially people, yes, that already feel like, okay, all right, okay. And the movie, which like, again, I didn't hate the movie. There, there are quite a few laugh out loud moments. And I like, I'm glad it happened. The movie, go see it. I'm sure. glad it happened. <laughs> I'm glad they made it. You know, like, I hope that it opens doors. Although, you know, like, great. And it's, it's about time. But it also kind of didn't know what it was. Like, it's a pretty hard R. You know, it's pretty graphic. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, and people could say, oh, well, but if you see straight people sex... Well, but you don't, I mean, they take, it's graphic. Like it's very graphic. There's orgy scenes. Like there's all kinds of shit. And I'm not saying that shouldn't happen, but just like, so you have one side that's doing that. And then the other side that's trying to be really PG rom com Mm -hmm. and also like kind of preachy is like, this is what it's like to be get like, it didn't really pick a land. There's a, there's stuff that's wrong with it. That's not why people didn't go. But, you know, like it's the audience is the audience and let it let it breathe, like let it people like you said, they would have streamed it. And now you're alienating. And it also feels bad to wake up and see that on Twitter. You you breed fucking breeders. Is that what he said? (laughs) No, he didn't say that. My friend and I were doing we were doing an impression of him like doing that. Just like, God, you breeders. No, but he said straight people killed the movie. And I just think that's shitty. It's not true. And it's just like not cool. Interesting. So as a movie, though, Mm -hmm. was he good in it? No, (laughs) not really. He's fine. He's fine. You know, I hate that word, but like he's he's okay. Mm -hmm. But he's he's he's, you know, crotchety and which is okay. You're allowed to be that. You, You I guess you could argue, well, there can be Larry David. There can be a whole thing about this crotchety gross guy. Um, Comedy. So if there can't be that, why can't there be Billy Eichner? And I mean, there can, but people can also decide if they want to see or not see. Like, you don't see Larry David do poppers and have graphic sex. I mean, yeah. You do in your dreams. (laughs) What's interesting is that he, Billy Eichner says that his character of Billy on the street is not Mm -hmm. him at all. It's just a character. But it's weird because he was also that character in Difficult People. Yes, which he was. Which I really liked. Yes. So it's hard to go, okay, but I'm not this person and I shouldn't be typecast as this person. And I don't know how different his character was in the movie. I don't, it was exactly the same. He's like a grumpy guy, you know? I I get it. And I, again, like, I don't want to, I, I didn't dislike the movie, but I'm just more mad at him as a, per, like, the way he just, you know, mm-hmm. had a meltdown. Like instead, when you see the numbers are low, go, listen, you know, do a, do a hard sell, whatever, but don't, don't God, it just, I've never seen, I I thought that was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, And I do think he was very much the same guy. So I feel like he's kind of playing himself. I mean, he co-wrote it. Yeah. It's his thing. 
Yeah. I still think people should go see it. I'm just saying like, you know what, know what you're getting into. Yeah. And they will, but you know, to, to be honest, like a lot of people, I haven't seen a movie in a movie theater since COVID. So, yeah. And not because I'm, I'm so scared of COVID. It's just something that I haven't, I always felt like, why that? Like when I was worried about getting COVID now I've had it. So I'm not as worried, but Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, well, am I really going to go sit in a theater with surrounded by people? And it's expensive. And we got used to being on our couches in our pajamas watching movies. Yeah. And that's nice. A lot of sleep. That's right. Fall asleep or just bail. Yes. That's okay. That is okay, everybody. So, yeah, I think he went in a little hard. Wish he hadn't. I don't think that was the right time. It'll be interesting to see the numbers. Can you do Can you if we were to do our shouts, Mm -hmm. would you be able to do them in a Billy Eichner? I would not. Oh, <laughs> hmm. I love when you do that. There's two things I love now when you go that. Oh, and the what, which I still can't do when you go. What? what? <laughs> yes. But how do you do it? I can't do it. Just go. What? 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 There's no question mark. Right. How did you learn how to do that? I don't know. Probably stole do- it from somebody else. It's so funny to me that. And yeah. Oh, like, well, Okay. <laughs> um, I can't do Billy. Well, we I have just... to do our shouts. We have to say mm-hmm. say thank you to our people for being on Patreon. I guess we could just do them regular. I think we should. Just I think be... that sounds nice. Let's just be so nice to people. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm calling them up because we have different, you know, shouts for. Um, I don't know if I have the Go most all recent. Up okay. To Cat Nieves Lopez. Yeah. Melody Harrison. Thanks, sweetie. Tama Adams, you're the best. Sandra Green, we love you. Kristen Newton and Ron Halston and Margaret Wills and Colette Rock and Gentry Garcia and Patrick Price. Ooh, you guys are great. And Krista Stroop and Jennifer Falls and Ishan Vajape and Carrie Mahler and Julie Turnbull. And, and I got it. Randy F. Whitcomb. Mm-hmm. Hi. I don't get it. I'm like, hi. hi. Uh, Ivan Garcia. <laughs> what? Oh. Ivan Garcia. Oh, Karen Johnson Watson, Julie McGrath. We love you. I'm in the right place, right? Kathy mm-hmm. Stearns, Stephanie Ringel, Jamie Griffiths, Kelly Vidmer, Jill Shaw. We love you. Mindy Bauer. Athena um, Ginchard, Sarah Stefano, Crystal Kern, Gina Grimaldo. Love you, girl. Amanda mm-hmm. Cost, Sean Price, Cecilia Wellbank. You guys are we the best. see you. We love you. If we missed anyone, you let us know. But we, you know, we didn't. Also, and to our friend Becky Barris. Yes. Go, you take it. Becky Barris. She makes custom t-shirts. She can do mouse pads, mugs, lots of different things. She does. She's really inexpensive, fast, and she's one of our listeners. So why not give her your business? You want a bunch of t-shirts made? You want one t-shirt made? She doesn't care. She doesn't discriminate. She does not. And the no. t-shirts are soft and well-made and they wash easily and they don't bleed. Like all high quality stuff. Yeah. And we love you. We love you, Becky. Yeah. So go to just, just yeah. basicbecky.com or mm-hmm. just find her on Facebook at Basic Becky. That's right. And go over to Patreon and join Board AF if you haven't already, because, yeah, today there's all the bonuses that you can get going all the way back to years ago when we started. So that's a lot of bonuses. But um, in our Patreon, we're going to talk about a lot of things. But one of them is a Reddit fight that I got into. (laughs) Can't wait. I mean, okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. 